want to ask you to open your Bibles up to the book of Ephesians chapter 2, an amazing, amazing teaching in the Word of God. So read with me in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is a gift of God. Not of works, lest any man should boast, for we are his workmanship created. Now look at this next verse. Created in Christ Jesus for good works. It says we're not saved by works. We're saved by grace. Can I have an amen? amen? We're not saved by works. We're saved by grace. But now that we're saved by grace, we are created in Christ Jesus to do good works. But think about this. This is the concept of tikkun olam, of repairing a broken world. Why are we here? How many of you are already saved? Then why aren't we in heaven? Because once we're saved, we have a job. Our job is not just to come to church once every two or three weeks and sing kumbaya. Our job is to change the world. Our job is to make the world a better place. We are created for good works. That's why the Lord said, don't worry about what you're eating, what you're going to wear, where you're going to sleep. But God's already got that taken care of. He knows you have need of all those things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God. God, what is your will? And his righteousness, the word righteous in Hebrew was the word stedka, which means acts of kindness. So we're to get up every morning and say, God, where can I be a blessing? When I talk to people or shake their hands, show me how I can be a blessing to them. Show me how I can make them feel good about their destiny in the kingdom of God. Therefore, remember, you were once Gentiles in the flesh. How many of you have received Jesus Christ as your Savior? You're no longer a Gentile. That's what it says. Because you have been adopted into the family of God. Right? All right. There's, that's the problem of having 20 minutes to teach. You who were once Gentiles in the flesh who were called uncircumcised by what is called the circumcision made in the flesh by hands. And that at that time you were without Christ being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise. If you don't know what Abraham's promises are, the covenants of Abraham, my people destroyed for what reason? That's why we've got to, just for that sake, we've got to understand our Jewish roots. We've got to understand how we're connected. Having no hope without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, you who were once far off have been made near by the blood of Christ. When you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you are now near, but you're not there. But now, in Christ Jesus, you who were once far off have been made near by the blood of Jesus. What do we need to add to our receiving Christ as Savior? We need to add to our faith their knowledge And once we add to our faith the knowledge of the Jews, we are now connected to every promise that God has given Abraham and the Jewish people. 
All right, verse 14. For he himself is our peace. That word peace in Hebrew, you know, is shalom, which means he is now the one. The word shalom means nothing missing and nothing broken. Who has been made both one and has broken down the middle wall of division between us. Having abolished in his flesh the enmity that is the law of commandments and contained in the ordinance so that we have created in himself one new man from the two, thus making peace. And that he might reconcile them both. He said, you do not support the Jewish people. The Jewish people support you. And he says that the two will become one new man. The Bible tells us something. He says, beware of the wiles of the devil. That word wiles is the word strategies. Beware of the strategies of the devil. If Satan came in, walked into the church with red long johns, a tail, horns, a pitchfork, and said, I want you Christians to hate each other. We'd go, get behind me, Satan. But sometimes the devil's doctrine comes in wearing suits and robes and uses the misteachings of the Bible to do Satan's work. Now, why does he do this? Jesus tells us. He says, a kingdom divided in itself can't stand. Israel came in and they conquered every enemy. But then Satan got in and said, let's make northern Israel and southern Israel. Let's make Judea and Samaria. And that stupid move that God's children fell into is still reaping problems to this day. Only they don't call it Judea and Samaria. They call it West Bank and Gaza. So understand the repercussions of falling into Satan's trap of division. Satan doesn't have to come in and flood the church with drugs and fornication. And he just gets us fighting. One of the greatest sins in all the world is called Lishon Hara, gossip. Because we gossip in order to hurt people. Satan's job is divide and conquer. Understand that. We were on a Christian radio station here in Dallas years ago. And we were put off of it because they found out we believe women can preach. I want you to know something. Some of the greatest teachers and preachers, some of the greatest business people in the world are are women. How else does he bring division? Politics. If you're on one side, the other side could walk on water and find a cure for cancer, but you wouldn't vote for them because you're born a Republican or you're born a Democrat. Let me tell you something. Don't vote Republican. Don't vote Democrat. Vote whoever's standing according to the word of God. Amen? 
Well, my grandma and grandpa were Republicans. My grandma and grandpa were Democrats. All right, yeah, that, that's fine. But today, don't vote donkey, don't vote elephant, vote lamb. And we'll have unity. How else does the devil divide? Denominations. I heard a preacher on, on the radio here in Dallas. We are saved by grace, not by works. Those Jews with their works. But then he'll go, but if you don't have your doctrine right, you're going to hell. Wait, I thought we were saved by grace. There are no Baptists going to heaven. There are no Lutheran going to heaven. There's only children of God going to heaven. There's not going to be there's not going to be a Baptist line and a Lutheran line and a Presbyterian line. There's going to be those who are born again, those who are children of God. Amen. Well, if you don't believe right, none of us believe right. The Lord said we're all looking through a glass darkly. And I'll research all the way back to the original Hebrew and what it says and what, what Rashi says and Mamamadi says and what Rabbi Lappin says. And I'll, I'll, I'll dig these things out. But I tell people there's going to be a time that we'll be with Jesus in Jerusalem and we'll be walking down the road and he'll have his arm around us. And he said, man, you guys, man, thank you guys did so good. But, you know, now that I've got you here, let me show you something. He's going to open up the Bible and we're going to go, weren't even close on that one where we are. Missed it, missed it by a mile. We got to quit fighting with each other on what we disagree on and start standing with each other on what we do agree on. And that's the kingdom of God. It's simple. Blessed be the peacemaker. Flip that over. Cursed be the troublemaker. How else are we divided? Color. Well, you're going to a white church. You're going to a black church. Or you're going to a brown church. Well, what if we go to a certain church and our children marry one of them? I have one daughter left that isn't married, and I'm taking applications. (laughs) Do you care who your daughter marries? Yeah, I care. I don't want her marrying a bum. I don't want her marrying a white bum, a black bum, a brown bum, a Jewish bum, an Asian bum. I don't want her marrying any bum. But I want her to marry a man of God because we are made. Racism is the greatest sign of ignorance there is in the the entire world. You cannot be a bigger idiot then they think you are better or worse than someone because of the color of your skin. Because my Bible says we're all made in the image of God. This is one of the reasons I believe in on my heart, the kingdom of Christ has not seen the signs and the wonders and miracles that we're supposed to be seeing because a kingdom divided against itself. And America is more divided on Sunday morning than they are any other time of the week. During On Monday, Baptists work together, Presbyterians work together, Catholics work together, white people work together, black people work together, Hispanic people work together, men work together, women work together, but on come on Sunday, and a kingdom divided against itself won't stand. How else are we divided? Jew and Gentile. Division is a curse. A kingdom divided against itself can't stand. A curse doesn't accidentally happen. A curse without a cause does not come. There has to be something that launches this curse. 
What launches this curse in the world? One of the platforms of this is Jew and Gentile. The church gets up and says, those Jews, those Jews who killed Christ for 327 years until the council of Nicaea, the emperor Constantine had the meeting in what's now modern day Turkey. The the church had no Bible until they met and said, here's what we're going to have the Bible say. So they went by the Didache or by the Apostles' Creed. In all the teachings leading up to that time, there was never a mention of blaming the Jews for killing Jesus. 327 years after the resurrection of Christ. But religion said, listen, how can we get the world to stop looking to worship from Jerusalem and move it to worshiping from the Roman Empire. Let's blame the Jews. When Jesus was crucified, there was a couple of Jews that were involved. But move back a few days before when Jesus came riding in the donkey. The people were there waiting for the Passover lamb. And the Bible says they were waiting for a lamb And when Jesus came in, they saw the lamb. And they begin to shout, Hosanna, Hosanna, our salvation. The multitudes, the multitudes cried out, Jesus is our salvation. But then, all of a sudden, we teach, the Jews rose up and said, crucify him. That's a false teaching. How did in a couple days they go from the multitude saying, here's our salvation to crucify him? If you read the Bible, the Bible says they they arrested Jesus at night unless there be a riot. They arrested Jesus at night so there wouldn't be a riot. If there's going to be a riot, who's going to be in the riot? I've heard preachers say it was the apostles would have rioted it. 11 guys? That's not a riot. It's a bar fight. The people would have rioted. Years ago, we were in in, uh, Israel. We were staying at the King David Hotel, and they were making a ring. I wear it once in a while. And it says in Hebrew, if you open your hand, it draws God near. Then you roll it over, and it says in Hebrew, if you close your hand, it pushes God away. And so Tiz was working with the lady, who, the jeweler, making it for a surprise for me for our 25th anniversary. So Tiz is talking on the phone, I'm talking on the phone, talking on the phone. And finally she says, Tiz, can I get this right? You and Larry are pastors? And Tiz said, yeah. And she said, Christian pastors? And we said, Tiz said, yeah. She got silent for a few moments and she said, Don't you hate us? The reason I said that is all the bad things that have happened to the Jewish people for the last 1,700 years has happened because of people who say they're following Jesus. From the pogroms to the inquisitions to the Holocaust. And so when we talk about Jew and Christian coming together, the first step is, They will know that we belong to God in that we have love one 
for another. You know the story of Lion. We found out that Lion, they diagnosed Lion with leukemia. We had people literally all over the world, hundreds of thousands of, of you that are sitting here and those that are watching. People saying, we're praying, we're praying for baby Lion. We're, 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 we're doing this, we're doing that. If you want, need people here and people around the world, if you need bone marrow, we're here. When they said, we'll, we'll donate bone marrow, we're praying. I didn't ask them what denomination they were. I got a phone call from Jewish people. Joseph Bog in Washington, D. says, Pastor, we're giving charity on behalf of Lion that he's healed and, and other people. So I'm, I've called Israel. There's people going to Rachel's tomb, taking charity. There's people going down the Western Wall, taking charity and praying for Lion. I didn't say, Did you, do you, you, have you received Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior? They're calling on God to heal my grandson. You ever hear of Donnie and Marie Osmond? Everybody knows they're Mormons. Marie calls Tiz and said, we heard about Lion. We've got the whole Mormon church praying for Lion's healing. Let me tell you something. My grandbaby is fighting for his life. He must have a miracle. He must Without a miracle, we'd do everything the doctor's done, but the doctors have not saved one child with this kind of leukemia. He must have a miracle. And all of a sudden, I've got Christians of every denomination. I've got male and female. I've got white, black, brown. We got church. We have got pictures of churches in Brazil with lions that we've never met with lions picture on the wall. Paula White's church all got a list and was fast. Everybody was taking a day of fasting for him. We got people in, in Israel praying. I've got Jewish people going to the wailing wall, going to the Rachel's tomb. I got Mormons laying hold of God. I want you to know something. I don't give a flip what color you are, what male or female you are, what denomination you are, what your doctrine is. If you're believing God for a miracle in my baby's life, you are my brother and you are my sister. And I declare one will send a thousand fleeing, two will send 10,000 fleeing. Can you imagine what will happen when we stop fighting with each other and we come an army of one new man fighting not with each other but against the devil the devil will flee somebody shout amen turn to five people and say you are my brother and you're my sister and give them a high five stand with me all over the building when i first got saved i went to work when i left work the day before i was a heroin addict i came back to work and i was a christian I got saved. I got, I got born again last night. She didn't go, oh, praise God. It's a miracle. She, you know what she said? She said, what denomination? The one with Jesus. And you know what? Out of the mouths of babes. Out of the mouths of babes. And you know what? We've stayed that way. Let's stop fighting with each other. We don't need to be in competition with each other. There's enough souls out there that need to be saved to fill every building in the world. You believe you received that?
Let's start with loving one another and loving our Jewish brothers and sisters, and we can change the world. Give the Lord a clap offering.